hole listeners. This show contains some bad words like the F-U-C-K word. That spells fuck by the way. Please listen responsibly. ask guys a quick question it's really really important to our friendship more than anything what are your feelings on barbershop quartets oh i'm for yeah i'm pretty for a, a like compared to just an acapella group uh i'd much rather listen to a, a barbershop quartet because it's like a, a acapella group with pizzazz right they've got pizzazz it's also simplified like an acapella group is like a bunch of dudes and they're annoying barbershop is like old-timey but they've also always yeah. got that one guy that can go really <laughs> low, super low. But on the flip side, you got the guy who could go ridiculously high. Right. I don't know. I had this thought in the car today that I was just like, I need to talk about this with somebody. <laughs> Why are we giving all the praise to acapella groups, putting them on like Thanksgiving floats and oh. shit so they can lip sync acapella what? and then... <laughs> Barbershops acapella is the biggest load of bullshit in the well, entire world. Well, the barrier world. to entry yeah. for acapella groups is so low, so everybody does it. So, I mean, it's like it's the stage before barbershop quartet. Like anybody can do that, but once you get into barbershop quartet, it's only the best of the best. There it is. Once there you have is, the man. acapella group and you decide to open the barbershop, that's when the things start to happen. Yeah, because us to give like the quartet. That's the hard four. That's not like. Four guys and like their dipshit friends that aren't as good. It's like the oh, you're a ten or two. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I would not be anything. I've told this story I think a couple times, but I'll just knock it out real quick. My favorite thing about acapella groups is that my local college in Indiana had a fairly famous one uh, called Straight No Chaser, and my high school oh, hired them. them to come speak and give an assembly for our anti-drunk driving assembly. Straight no chaser. What? Straight no chaser. To speak against drunk driving. It was. Yeah. Hmm. Beautiful. Well, well, that was a choice. Well done. Show up drunk. Unfortunate. Watch out for that tree. <laughs> Did you guys ever have anybody like in your class that died in a drunk driving accident? No, I had a, uh, a guy in my class who hit a kid on a bike, though, and the kid turned out to be drunk, too. So it was just a lot of alcohol <laughs> mixing in different vehicular okay. styles. Wow. Right. Was he in a car or did he just hit somebody who was on a bike? Like just he was in a car and, and drunk, and then the kid on the bike was drunk. Clothesline. The him. actual question. <laughs> like? Cold cocked him right in the eye. <laughs> like that's when I feel like the the dude uh, he called his insurance agent, and as he kept telling the story, the agent just kept sinking lower. He's like, "Oh yeah, oh you were driving drunk." Oh, and you hit somebody. <laughs> they were on a bike. Oh, wait, they were drunk too? Hey! We Came might back. have Wait a minute here. Sly was driving. I saw the Lance Armstrong on a bippity boppity hood. He was on it. <laughs> hmm. This is a really roundabout way of, of introducing you fellas. It's the experience gone boys! They're here. It sounded like you were drunk while like introducing us. This is the next word. Hi, fellas. Uh, <laughs> you do like a bobcat there. Sean. That was a really good bobcat goal. Man, what did I just watch where he had a shot? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He had a shot. He had a shout out at the end of the movie. Yeah. Did he really? I pointed That's out. I'm like, incredible. why is there a special thanks to Bobcat in this? 
That's weird. I'm going to have to go watch it again now. Yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, oh man. Darn it. I got to go see it again. God. He might have helped with, because, you know, Bobcat is an established director. He actually. He yes. is. He's done some crazy He's movies, He's done some too. pretty crazy stuff. I bet it was advisement of some sort. Or he did a wild voice of some creature that. <laughs> right. Because no he can also do no <laughs> I can see him hanging out with James Gunn. That checks out. And then there was a tree and he was talking. He actually just helped Vin Diesel. Just like with all of the different groups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, I just love hanging out with you. Like, I want to talk about our movie today, Gone in 60 Seconds, from the year 2000, directed by Dominic Senna. Famous director. But, man, like, I promised you guys were coming on for this one a while yeah. back. And I deliver on my promises. I don't even it. remember what brought that up, but I'm. I have no clue. We were talking about the jerk on your show, and then for some reason it came up. And then since then, I think we've talked about like three Nicolas Cage's Cage movies we since then. For some reason, we've been it on never a big did Nick this Cage one. Tear. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I subconsciously remembered we were going to do this. Maybe I didn't. Because it did catch me off, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we said we would do it. Gone in 66. You know what I think it is, though? I think it's because we got to a point where I'm like, listen, I can't recommend any movies that I really like anymore because then it's just hard to talk about them without, you know, it's easier to talk about shit that you've never seen before because you know where to go with that. So I'm glad that we didn't have to. So you guys had to, you know. Okay, nostalgia (laughs) critic. Well, no, I guess... Just jumping in to your boys' show, Sean, have you ever seen Gone in 60 Seconds, or is this another new one? Oh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, excellent. So, I, I see a trend with Sean coming onto this show with, like, Happy Gilmore <laughs> and this. <laughs> it's it's great. Uh, full cat out of the bag. Also, one of my favorite movies. It's crazy because I don't bring it up a lot, uh, but in Same. rewatching it, I, this is the second movie I ever saw more than one time in movie theaters. First really? being wow. The Matrix the year before. But I remember, I think I saw this three times in theaters. There was a good spell where That's I had the DVD of this. And whenever there was any downtime, I just had it on the TV. Throw it on. Yeah. It, just nice. put it on. Eat yes. some Warheads. Easy two hours. Yeah. Don't bring up Warheads. I'm drinking Yo. a Warhead Extreme Sour from Artisanal Brewworks right now. It's a hard seltzer and it's black that cherry wasn't flavor. wasn't even like intentional. I just have this memory of eating Warheads and watching this movie. Like <laughs> oddly crazy. enough. And this it's one morning, of those like. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's one of those core memories. Like you, you relate them so hard. You can't think of one without the other. Right. Dave just said this was a cool two hours. I'll tell you what. This morning I, I went to watch it this morning. And uh, that's at, as you will. And I load it up. I'm like, <laughs> two hours? There's no fucking way this is two hours. How is this two hours? And then it flew by. Yeah. Always will. Always does. Yeah. That's why it's an FX staple. Yeah, this thing doesn't live rent-free in my head. It lives rent-free in my heart. I love this movie. Hell yeah. Boy, and when you watch it, you feel like those two hours are gone in 60 seconds. Hey, there it is. You did the Mom. thing. Mom. I feel like if you had like a top hat on right now, this would be the time to like, oh, so, like oh, the beauty oh. about this audio podcast is nobody sees the absolute stupid face I've been making since that joke. You, you were so proud of that. Uh, uh. And you just did like a half finger gun too, which is weird. He pulled a monitor. Finger guns is, is Timothy Olsen's movie. We'll get there. Where did he get a tuxedo? <laughs> he turned into the Monopoly man out of nowhere. <laughs> I had no idea Kyle was a quick changer. Jesus. Oh, man. 
I was really no. bummed when I looked this up earlier, and it's just like it has like a terrible rotten tomatoes. I'm like, man, was it really that bad? And I'm just like nostalgic glassing it. Then I watch it. I'm like, nah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, critics movie. famously they have suck. no taste. Famously, I don't even know what Roger Ebert said about this. I didn't read anything. It's all like Same. this is like so exciting, man. I was just so happy to be talking about this movie. I was like, let's just do it. It is a wild one. Like uh, I could see why critics don't like stuff like i mean it is like just at that time especially like kind of brain dead schlocky budget or not budget but big budget action movie which i don't know this one it definitely stands out from the others number one holy shit this cast boys this cast yeah dude 2000 year 2000 i was 13 angelina jolie in this movie was like one of my early teen crushes like I mean, you've got Laura Croft. I think you mean Oscar winner Angelina yeah. Jolie. Because she won a year before. Second for build. Despite being in four scenes in the movie, Angelina Jolie. So hot. Also, I always thought she had dreads, but she does not. Those weren't dreads? Those are just like, like twisties. Those were yeah. like twist dreads. Yeah, I mean. White people dreads. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just real. It's like JD from Scrubs, up and twist. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. But she rocks it a lot better than JD, though. How dare you? First I, of all, you know, how debatable? Dare you? Wait, there's a there's an argument against this. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Doctor Kelso in this movie? Also, he sure was. That took like blew my mind completely. As a, hey, I As a was cop, very right? surprised. I, I think he was um a doctor. I no, just oh, okay. he like pulled up to. To someplace, a valet. That's where rich people go to park their oh, cars. Oh, that wasn't like, Dr. Cox, though. No, that was, uh... No, it's Dr. Kelso. Kelso. Oh, you did say yeah. Kelso. I thought you said Cox. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> it totally was Kelso, and I did catch That's me off guard, too. That's where I recognized <laughs> him from. Uh-huh. The... And he goes the, the tip, the 50 yes. cents. Yeah. Yeah, keep this. Get another suit. Um, Dude, he popped up in the movie. <laughs> I'm like, where do I know him from? Dr. That I didn't search. Again, everybody that was popular in the 2000s, you're in this movie. People are just bastard-coded bastards. It was like, uh, <laughs> what was it? It's Ocean's Eleven before that was a thing with actually bigger celebrities. Yeah. There's some carry over here. Barely bigger uh-huh. celebrities. Who shows up in both uh-huh. of the Scott That's variety. True. Brian, are we going to do the usual shtick that we like to do with the synopsis? Or I mean, we could try it. I don't even give a shit right now. <laughs> I'm having such a ball with Me my too. buds. I'm willing to give it a shot if you are. Fire away. All right. We have our, our normal scoring system. You know, the 10 points for each category, arbitrary. We assign it at the end of each, et cetera, et cetera. The synopsis from Wikipedia. Car thief Kip Reigns, played by Giovanni fucking Rabisi. In this movie? Hot damn. In, this in movie? every movie. Okay. Okay. Rabisi always gets the fucking. <laughs> I agree. He's in My Name is Earl. Come on. Exactly. He's in My Name is Earl. He's doing his best Jax Teller before Sons of Anarchy sure even exists is. here. Just because the hair slicked back, that's all you're really doing? Yeah, and the and the not really a beard beard. Honestly, getting a little <laughs> bit of the, uh, the Nick Cage effect going, too. He's playing the brother. Yeah. He's doing they do good have, like, a good... Uh, junior. A good brotherly chemistry. Man, he, he is such a greaseball in this. Slick back yeah. hair, pube beard. <laughs> he works with his gang to steal 50 high-end cars for Raymond Kalitri, played by Christopher fucking Eccleston, a British gangster in Long Beach, California, where British gangsters usually hang out. <laughs> right. What is this, five years before he 
Doctor Who'd? This is five years before he Doctor Who'd. And the only reason I gave him the fucking is because he would eventually Doctor Who. Yeah. Because he's Fair not enough. great in this movie. Nope. Absolutely in this dog movie. shit For in sure. this movie, to be honest with you. But <laughs> probably says my favorite line in the whole movie. Ask for 50 calls, not 49 and a half. Yeah. That's what I quote. That's actually, I called up The Undertaker, the man who works at the cemetery. I said, put that on my tombstone. I don't know why that one just has I want it forever lived like rip free in my head. It's the way that he delivers it. <laughs> I like how they I think, like mention, they, they even call out that he's going to say that like in the first 25 minutes of the they movie. Did. They did. They do. like foreshadow yeah. that whole thing. And then by the end of the movie, you guys are so right. Like even just looking at the sheet that you got here, I look at his face and I'm like, that was terrible casting. Like mm-hmm. that guy sucks. <laughs> do I look like an asshole? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Man, he doesn't look very scary though. Not at all. He doesn't act very no. scary either. Because he also has that one line where he's like threatening him over the phone. He's like, and then you and your brother are gonna fucking get it. And then he like pauses and he comes back. He's like, when it rains, it pours. I'm going to play with some wood now. I love I love how he co- he says wood is warm, it's firm. In comparison to metal. Like mm. wood is firmer than <laughs> shut the fuck up, idiot. <laughs> Beat the shit out of whatever you create with this wooden pipe. I could see anyone who, like, on the panel for Forged and Fire just going, get that guy fucking out of here. <laughs> I take it back, guys. This uh, movie sucks. I do love, too, that, like, <laughs> This might not be a good movie. Cage fucks with him by breaking his furniture. So weird. It's amazing. Amazing. It's so, so dumb. I'm no, like, not the chair. No. It's like, dude. That would be a lot like if you had, like, Bob Vila as the villain. <laughs> it's like, no, I just did the molding! No! Also, he's a very nice guy. He goes to the... He makes a very nice coffin for Giovanni Ribisi. Like, that's yes. high... He puts the fucking lining in it, dude. And it's his first coffin? I bet that he bought the coffin, and he's like, I've got a line for if it rains, it pours. And also, I'm going to use this as a prop to scare him. Just scare him a little bit. It's the first one off Bill. Can you imagine if somebody was threatening you and you like showed up to their place and you're like, I made you a coffin. It's like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. You're a weirdo. I'm not even scared anymore. Like, wow. Impressive. And they keep it underneath a blanket for a reveal. Like, come on. I think the more fucked up part is that they let the guy that they're holding hostage go. Yeah. Like he's on bail almost. Like, yeah, we're going to kill you on Friday, but you might as well, I don't know, go get your affairs in order. Go pick up some Lunchables or something. To some eat. Lunchables? Like, you're, you're fine. Lunchables. Just go. We'll, we'll see you Friday morning if this all doesn't work out. Yeah. And then we'll kill you then. You give him, like, he already fucked up to where, like, what? They they were doing the, the shadow game shit. They had, like, what? 10 of these cars? 10, 20? When they fr- something like that. And then they get them all taken away. And then for some reason, he's like, well, sure. I guess you got three days to do it. Also, man. Yeah, Detectives Castlebeck and Drykoff, uh, Delroy Lindo and uh, Timothy fucking Oliphant. Timothy fucking Oliphant. Dude, Delroy Lindo rules in yes. this movie. Yes, he does. He's got cop face. He do- he has that. He- it's good casting. He's the only- Dude, he- he's good casting. He's more interesting than Nicolas Cage at times. He commands more of the presence on the screen a lot. It's crazy. I agree. I also love the way he says Randall Reigns, like it's one word. Randall Reigns. <laughs> Randall tell Rains. me Randall Reigns is right over here. This is Randall Reigns. Somebody told me that Randall Reigns is back in town. And I was like, Randall Reigns is not back in town. Randall Reigns would never come back to town. But Randall Reigns is here. I love it, man. It's so fucking good. I was totally surprised to see Timothy Oliphant in this one, too. Like, we just covered Go. Go. Like, man, I was not expecting. I, yeah. 
Yeah, and that was from like three years prior, and he looks like a completely different person in this movie. <laughs> and I was like, man, I forgot he was even in this. Does he do finger guns in this movie? Because I feel like he does finger guns in every movie, but I don't remember him doing it in this There's one. There's a very good chance everybody in this movie did finger guns. I'm so. fairly sure. <laughs> At some point. I always think of it as an Olafant move, though. Olafant's doing his best, like, Riley from National Treasure impression, I feel like, in this thing. Like, I gotta be quippy in this. I gotta bring the ha-has. I'm the as fun the Sidekick. Man, I, think, I love, yeah. I just love how uh, Roland is having none of it, though. He just says something, he's like, you're fucking dumb. Just the look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, shut don't, up. Don't talk about my don't, wife. He didn't Will Smith slap him, but he was almost there. He was <laughs> Almost <close>. there. <laughs> Same energy. Get my wife's name Similar, out of I'd your say, mouth. For sure. How cool would that been, though, if you, like, just fucking desolated Oliphant's head just there on the side street. Like, <laughs> it turns out that he's the muscle the entire time. Even though I'm not quite sure how tough he actually is because of the ending of this, but we'll get there. We will get there. Good luck with the synopsis, Brian. Thanks. Skip uh, what you must. <laughs> so they're the detectives. They impound the stolen cars, open an investigation, etc., etc. Uh Atlee Jackson, played by Will fucking Patton, is uh, Kalitri's assistant, associate. <laughs> oh, he man. reaches out to Kip's older brother, Randall Memphis Reigns, Nick fucking Cage, and he's like, hey, your brother's in trouble. Get your ass down here. Shows up in this movie uh, racing go-karts for little kids. Huge move. But Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those. But first, let yeah. me talk to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> let me see if mom's okay with me doing this. Yeah, let me uh, bring flowers to mom real quick. Oh, yeah. Hey, mom, is it okay if I go boost some cars with my friends? <laughs> There's somebody here to see you. What does he look like? Also, it's the fucking... I don't know. I've never liked this woman, Helen Reigns. She just has what that else is she face. In? Like, she invented RBF. <laughs> She looks like a mom who's seen some shit. Oh, she's uh, <laughs> she's Susan's mom on Seinfeld. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Just popped in. All right. Then she has the perfect face for that mm. role. Wow. Also did not put up with uh, Nick Cage's bullshit. I do what. All right. So, number one, it's crazy to me how involved the traffic cops are in this city. It's crazy that there are well-known named car thieves. That are famous and famous. How shitty of a detective is this guy that he sees a broken black light and has to send it to a lab to tell him it's a fucking black light. <laughs> fucking black light. What? But it's not even that he sends it to a lab. He like scoops it up into the tiniest of envelopes. It's like a dime bag of black light. And he takes one of the smallest shards that there is. And it bugged the hell out of it. Watch this giant ass shard that was pretty much lab. half the fucking black light. To the point that even the Grateful Dead would be like, hell That's yeah, dog. if they saw this thing. <laughs> that is a really a good point lab. that there's like these famous car boosters in the area. Like when you think about when he first, talk, first talks to, uh, to Randall and he's like, man, really wish I could have busted you back in the day. And it's like, why can't you now? Oh, yeah. because he retired. What is the statute <laughs> of limitations? Now? It's so silly, right? Yeah. I'm curious what the statute of limitations is on Grand Theft they Auto. They treat it like this thing has the same budget <laughs> as, like, a fucking murder department. It's fucking stolen cars. Cops don't give a shit, dude. They, they really don't really fucking don't. care. Is that that Memphis Reigns? I remember back in 94 when he parked in 
on the side of the street during a suspended parking period. Traffic, narcotics, and the murder division. There is absolutely parts in this movie where there is intent to steal a car. He's like, oh, he didn't insert the key. Cannot bust him. He's he's clearly on these people's property who he doesn't know looking at their car. (laughs) Just talk to him. With a key in his hand. Oh, so silly. It's kind of like the revolutionary work. Don't fire to see the white of their eyes. Don't you dare go arrest him until he adjusts that seat. Don't do it. Yeah. He's in the car, but if he doesn't start it, it's not stolen yet. It's not stolen. <laughs> All right, he's in the car, but wait. All right, he started it up. Wait, though. You- All right, he's driving away, but wait. Okay, I can't see him. Go! You know what? We found a whiteboard that you can only see with a black light that we can connect to the last thing that was going on. And this car that he almost got into was definitely on that board. Not connected, though. Not connected. No, no, no. That's not enough. <laughs> Circumstantial evidence. Also, is he just parking in random strangers' driveways while he's doing the, yep. yeah. the stakeout? No, yeah. Nobody cares. They're just like, like, that's, he's like, that's different. He was four driveways away last time. Now he's only two. It's like, dude, you can't go parking in driveways. That's how you end up dead now. Mm-hmm. That is. Is that a thing? Would that require a warrant? Is that that's, te- that's property? That's you're just chilling on somebody's property without their consent, right? I don't know, man. I mean, this was the year 2000. This is a pre 9 11 movie too. before the world got off. That's funny. true. Before 9 11, you could park anywhere you wanted to. You could just see like the cop lean out the window. Be cool. Be cool. And then they would be cool. I also feel weird just pulling into a driveway to turn around. Sure. Like yeah. Who just pulls in there? Like <laughs> we're staking this bad boy out <laughs> we'll be here for the next 12 to 18 hours why not just go talk to the homeowner and be like hey there's a really famous car thief who's coming after your mid-range mercedes can i just like go hang out in the passenger seat or something like put the seat back no one will know i saw the office and it hit jim really well when he did that <laughs> maybe i could just come in the house and just watch out the window you know just watch for somebody to steal your car or like park on the street, so it's not obvious when you change driveways. It's a terrible tactic. And a big panel van, like what? Right, that too. In this oh, neighborhood, yeah, an, an old shitty panel van in a neighborhood where people are parking their Mercedes. Oh, I That's know where the pedophile lives. You sign a black line on it says definitely not cops. Also, I mean suspension of disbelief, but I'm 99 percent sure to make it look cool when they're shooting from outside the van. They're lighting up Timothy Oliphant's face with a fucking black light. Oh, so that is, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a dark like a, light. A blue light. There's in one there. right fucking there, and you don't know what it is. The, the amount of like internal lighting up of faces in this movie that I never questioned when I was younger. And then I just oh, see yeah. this, I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like when you've got, you got Randall's and you got Sway sitting in the car as they're looking in a mirror watching or in a window watching people fuck. And they're, it looks like they've got. <laughs> Fucking blaring white lights on them. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Does this movie want us to think that watching the strangers fuck in their home while they're about to steal a McLaren is as hot as watching Nick Cage and a twisty haired Angelina Jolie navigate a stick shift mm. and make out? Like, are we supposed <laughs> to think that that's as hot? Uh, I don't know about you, but whenever Nick Cage just starts randomly naming parts of a car, I get so turned on. Does it make oh, you man. want to put on the pink underwear? Oh, pink underwear. The pink underwear. Good <laughs> breaks. Good breaks. Good breaks. Oh, man. Maybe the critics were right. I see. I don't know. There's... I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. 
I, I don't know. <laughs> like what? That's my first question is what are you expecting? Right? Come the fuck. This off. is actually a really right. fun movie to just tear right. apart and still walk away. Being like, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they ever actually time a theft of an auto? I don't. I don't think, think so. Because so. like they're saying gone in 60 seconds and like sitting here now, I'm thinking, prove it. Some of those seem like they took a few minutes. Mm. That's a good call. And can you just like push your thumb into like a key slot and uh, twist your thumb and it'll turn on? Is that a thing you could do? <laughs> Ferraris famously start with a screwdriver instead of a key all the time, actually. <laughs> I think Kip may have been the fastest to steal a car in this movie. But he's cocky. That's his problem. Yeah, oh, that yeah, when he stole that Porsche in the beginning. You know, he had the right idea. He's a little better than his brother. His friends are dumbasses, though. Yeah. He's got mirror That's man. the problem. Sitting he's got a bad That's crew. The yeah, he needs a better yeah. crew. And this guy's, he's got it down. Maybe he doesn't have the brains, but he's fast at it. He is, but they also, like, get Randall to do this for him. Memphis Reigns, Nick Cage, to do this job for him. And his first thought is, my brother's crew? Fuck them. We're not going to have them involved <laughs> Gotta get at my own all. Crew. <laughs> like, this is going to be really difficult to do. The four of us here are going to steal so many cars each in order to make this work. Yeah, I understand there's four other people who could steal cars right over there. But. <laughs> but also, fuck them. I love how his brother's crew is actually just like two people that can steal cars, a person that can del- uh, order pizza, and a tech guy. Well, I love that we. The tech guy comes in handy. We bring though, in these other sure. people to help steal cars. And then they just steal cars with the other person. It's always too bad. Why did we bring in extra people? Buddy system. <laughs> you got to have somebody to drive one car to the car. Otherwise, you're leaving a car behind. You're, you're down a car. You're brilliant, Brian. Absolutely. I, but then doesn't like the shit car have to go drive to another car? To go pick up the other nice car, then yeah, so you're always bringing back two. No, I think about it. Two. Donnie almost left behind a car when. So you got Memphis that sees the van move closer and he calls it off, and he's in front of the casino. Donnie's about to steal a car, right? And he's like, "Oh, my wife is about to have a baby." He was alone. I'm pretty he sure was alone. he would have left alone the car behind. Yeah. Donnie was rolling with uh, Freb for most of the night. Mm. Okay, Freb. What? And Freb is just a great name. <laughs> it's like Fred, but with a B. The other Duvall. It's like Fred if you were dyslexic. The other Duvall with one L. The other Duvall. <laughs> yeah. Not Robert Duvall. I can't Duvall. believe Robert Duvall's in right. the movie. Right. And also, for real. awesome. So good. And also, Francis Fisher gets a title in this thing, but everyone got a fucking title. I'm pretty sure I got one. It's three minutes long of opening credits. But Francis Fisher gets a it's mention. Fu- like, the, mention she doesn't thing. even say anything. And she's in one scene. She does not say no, a in word. a scene and a half. I saw her in that scene. And I'm like, why is she there? She looks sullen. There's a later scene where she pops up again after they're like, don't tell Francis about what's happening. And then she's there. And you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> why is the mom from Titanic here? <laughs> why is the prostitute from Unforgiven in this movie? I won't lie. I saw her on your sheet. And I'm like, was she just a bigger part of this movie and I somehow missed it? No. We haven't even brought up the whole subplot with Master P. <laughs> Dude, this movie's got so <laughs> many twists and turns. <laughs> there's the two hours. Again, uh, just that line, uh, I would enter for your consideration, Rotten Tomatoes. We didn't even mention the subplot with Master P. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Brian, skip ahead somewhere. I'm going to skip to something. Uh, let's see. Memphis uh, 
gets together his crew. Otto Hallowell, played by Robert fucking Duvall. Of uh, Donnie Astricky, played by Shy fucking McBride. Sphinx, played by Vinny fucking Jones, Woo! who's so good in this Woo! movie. And Sarah Sway Whalen, played by Angelina fucking Jolie. Vinny Jones makes me happy. Man, Vinny Jones crushes it in this movie. With, again, Vinny Jones is so good. He's like the two th- early 2000s uh, Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> he's got such panache and character. We fucking introduced him to him putting his sandwich that he took a bite off onto a corpse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then answering a phone, even though he doesn't talk. Well, I don't know how payphones used to work. Like, I don't remember. He says, like, oh, push a button if you can hear me. And he pushes the button. Like, does the person on the other side hear that? Yeah, yeah you hear the. This is me honestly not yeah. remembering Absolutely. how any of this works. I thought that was funny. I thought it would have been cooler and given Sphinx a little more air of mystery if, like, when he picked up, Randall just knew that Sphinx was there. And he's like, Sphinx. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can just tell when he's there breathing. Like, just right. sense like, it. Oh, yeah. I feel your aura. That would have been cool. But no, Vinny Jones crushing telephone. it as Sphinx. Uh, the second British dude in the movie, right? Good. Yeah. Glad we're all inclusive in That's this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even counting British dudes. You, you might be right. That's got to give it a half a point somewhere. We'll figure that out later, boys. I don't know where. In casting, done. Lock it up. Two Brits. Vinny's interactions with Mirror Man are just so perfect. Like the contrast Mirror between the two of them. Mirror me. Man. Man, I'm going to go smoke a joint and then beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, when... Chai McBride is flipping out because he can't find his gloves. Like, it's the perfect setup. He's like, oh, man, what you need gloves for? Give me your hand. And he just super glues a fake fingerprint on him. Love it. Yeah. Elvis is back. I feel like all that Mirror Man's doing is just being like the black guy from Die Hard, pretty much. Like, that's his role in this movie. They almost like recycled him, but, you know, drew him from memory also. He's comic relief. (laughs) Big time. Gives us our chuckles. In these I really situations. wish there was a post-credit scene where him and Vinny Jones uh, fist fought, and he just got his ass whooped. <laughs> just one punch. <laughs> yeah. I do know that Mirror Man is tired of these motherfucking snakes in his motherfucking Hummer. Love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, the license plate says snake. What do you think that means? Oh, I don't know. He's probably the bad guy, the, the, the gangbanger from The Simpsons. Snake. That was my best I could do. It's terrible. Nailed it. <laughs> we didn't, uh, First try. Well I don't know how we, did we skip over completely Will Patton also? Dude, Will Patton's so Will good. Will Patton's so good. We mentioned him briefly that like, he was kind of working for Raymond Kalitri, and then he was like, actually, I'm going to work for Randall Reigns instead. Yeah. And he's kind of. That's like kind of forward. a conflict of interest, huh? Like, way yeah, to go for the like, dude that holds yeah, all the Because we follow the rules in the criminal underworld. Well, say, here's there's, a, right. there's a phrase. <laughs> honor amongst thieves, Dave. How are you going to That's go a good point. From the guy who holds all the chips to the guy who might possibly be dead by Friday. <laughs> oh, because Randall Reigns has a, a reputation. <laughs> and they both have leather jackets. And he's the main character. Maybe that's what they so. bond over is their dusters. <laughs> uh, he pulls the old leather jacket out. I'm a bad guy. God. <laughs> it looks so much cooler in my head. And then I saw I was like, oh. I bet it looks so much cooler oh, inside yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Dude, when he shakes the hand, oh, let's rock. Let's rock. So awesome. Let's rock. God, you know what? 
put it in the loop. I'm in. It's perfect. Absolutely. It's the most perfect moment in film well, history. No, for Possibly. sure, man. It that part also has stuck with me forever. I I showed it to Sean. I shared it in the chat. I yeah. literally spent money in Destiny Two like two weeks ago because they had added the emote of Let's Ride. I had That's to right. fucking have it. Had to have it. Donnie Low Rider. I forgot that it went low to low rider, rider. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, this makes it so much like more uncool." <laughs> oh no, it's awesome! It's so much better because it's low I rider, think... and the fact that low rider doesn't even make it onto the soundtrack for this movie. That's also crazy. Wow. I remember buying the soundtrack and it not having low rider, and also this is like I feel what started the low rider trend. I could this be. had it, and then like every movie started using low rider. Could you imagine what George Lopez would have done if this movie didn't come out? (laughs) (laughs) I try to not think about George Lopez at all. Was he a joke stealer too? No, but he's just hacky as fuck, man. I know that like Mencia was a joke stealer, famously. Did you just assume that because he's also Hispanic? No. (laughs) That he stole jokes? No. (laughs) No, that's not it. No, those, uh, I love all Hispanics. <laughs> no, it's the same reason Off I don't really dig right now. Steve Harvey, man. Steve Harvey's just a hack. I don't like Steve Harvey because of his teeth. I also, love te- Steve Dude, Harvey, and I think you're like both wrong. Jim Carrey post-mass transformation. Yes, that's exactly what it, it freaks is. me. The, it's like so uncanny. Valley. Somebody stop me. Yeah, I, I want to, Steve Harvey. I, very I would much love would to. like to, Steve Harvey. Do you guys think that Steve Harvey would look better without a mustache with just the mustache or with a full-on goatee? I think he needs the mustache. I think the goatee would look He's badass. hiding something. There's I something would feel less threatened from the goatee. Yeah, it would make his teeth look smaller. Yes, and the mouth. <laughs> right. If you trim the goatee, the, tre- the teeth look bigger. Everybody knows that trick. Didn't Everybody knows. Day? <laughs> <laughs> if you, trim if you had teeth- a goatee going down the side, it's a lot like the Yankees uniforms. It just slims out his Here, teeth. Everybody signed up for Manscaped. Manscaped.com slash Beer Me a Movie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that uh, Steve Harvey has to chew on wood every day so that his teeth don't grow into his brain like beavers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a way to go if that were the case. That's that's really what will happen to beavers, though. Their teeth continuously grow. If they don't chew them, they grow through their face. And, we'll and we come them. back with more family feud. Daddy <laughs> needs his wood. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, guys, we, we have slash. to break. it. It's union regulated. Steve Harvey has to chew his wood. We, <laughs> his wood break. <laughs> we got to. Everyone else, everyone on the cruise can have their cigarette break. And Steve Harvey's just. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sue the shit. Chewing on a plank. All right, so long story short, they got to steal 50 cars in one night. And, uh, and they're going to save this 1967 Ford Shelby GT500 dubbed Eleanor for last. Because mm. that's, uh, that's old Nick Cage's cursed car. Something always goes it's, wrong when he tries to Moby steal Dick. that car. Can I tell you, every time that uh, we see Eleanor and we have that uh, vocal chorus angel in the back, dude, I get goosebumps every time. Just because it's, like, it's so subtle and it comes on. I don't know why that shit affects me so hard. I love that, though. It's a beautiful car. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's probably part of it. It is a beautiful car, and that sound, and because it, it only comes in like when he's touching it, and uh, no, it would have been also a, when he catches air. A really nice touch if in Willy's Wonderland instead of a Camaro, he was driving. Oh God, the '67 Shelby GT. <laughs> it would have been awesome. That would have been a really nice. Then touch. he would have he would have probably talked, and that's a problem with that. Also, movie. do they not? Does Homeboy not have an Eleanor in? 
massive weight? He does, does he not? In the Nick Cage Museum? I, I feel that's a thing that they do. Have the I think he does. I think he has an Eleanor. You know what? I really never wanted to watch that movie again, but man, you just twisted my arm right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, Darn it. it. Darn, Darn it. Darn it. I gotta Darn watch it. that movie again. <laughs> the detectives learn. a lot of cars to steal. Yeah. That's like a lot. That's a lot, especially in one night. I don't know how it's even feasible, but hey, that's half of the that's half of the charm in this movie. That's the excitement. Right. Well, finding yeah. these cars is difficult. And apparently, you can just pay five dollars DMV and get the address to any one of these cars. <laughs> I need the address of everybody. Well, pre nine eleven, you could do anything you want. That's a good point. <laughs> you just go to the DMV, give them some money, and they'll tell you where anything you want to know is. I like five dollars. I like how he has like a history of doing this. He's like, oh, it used to be two dollars. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Robert cars, man. This guy's suspicious. He keeps coming in, getting a list of car locations and then all those cars go missing but it's like really fancy cars it's not like a 96 honda civic or something yeah it's not sketchy at all i never caught as a kid that when he's going there the chick that he was giving the driving lessons to has just failed her driver's test. Yep. <laughs> Never caught that until this one. I was like, oh, that's a good little that's a good little joke. And who let this guy become a driving instructor? <laughs> if you wear a hat, like one of the little hats with the little brims, it's like a pork pie, right? But not really. That's not a pork pie at all. What are these little hats? That's it's like a fedora, fedora, but with a little brim. It is yeah. some kind of fedora. Like the Kanga? If you yeah. can rock that as well as Chai McBride does, you could do anything. He does look cool as fuck in it, man. Yeah. Chai he McBride also pulls is just off cool, a Kangle though. really well. He's yeah. great in pushing daisies. Anyway, the detectives learned that Kip bribed a Mercedes dealership employee to order laser-cut transponder keys, so the detectives stake out the Mercedes on the cruise list because they're like, all right, we got this. When one of Kip's guys steals a random Cadillac Eldorado that's not on the list, the crew discovers a tra- uh, stash of heroin in the trunk, and then when the detective just, you know, happens to come by, they have to distract him while they get rid of the drugs. And so that's a scene. What happens with the drugs after? Like, I know that they used the exhaust to blow the spilled drugs away, yeah. but there are, like, bags of drugs. So why not just bring that to Eccleston and be like, here, bro, this is so much more than cars. <laughs> right. <laughs> you would also keep him occupied doing paperwork for this huge drug bust. And you'd have that free... I love, though, he's in the car, he revs it up, and then once the scene ends, he just stands up and he's like, all right, here's the keys, and just walks out the door and doesn't say anything <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. It's just like, all right, checks out. You guys are all on the up and up here, all of you famous car thieves hanging around this Cadillac Eldorado. Who is all of our call signs for tonight? <laughs> Let me get yeah. back to my stakeout. hard cut, man. God. They're definitely doing something. They have our call signs. I secretly think that this cop wants to be in on one of these crews. I think he just right. jealous, he's giving right? off that vibe. He wants to be a booster. Like, yeah. He wants I mean, to steal yeah. some cars, but he knows his wife would get too mad. She's mean. <laughs> you she's keep mean. his wife out of your mouth. And you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> Tell <laughs> Soldier Boy. I mean, Master The Pete. crew sets their heist in motion, stealing the various cars and delivering them to the Atlee on the docks. That's right. Good old Will <laughs> Thanks, Patton Wikipedia. is at the, uh, at the docks, taking in the cars, I guess. As they prepare to use the transponder keys to steal the Mercedes, Memphis spots the detectives watching them from the surveillance van because, you know, they move driveways, like we said. So they abandon the cars under surveillance, and they decide instead to break into the police impound lot to steal the three that they had already stolen before. But unfortunately, Otto's dog eats the keys, so they have to wait for him to shit him out. Oh, no. That's a whole part of this movie, too, where they have to wait for the dog <laughs> to shit out keys so they can continue with the heist. And that's when Michael Pena randomly appears. I'm pretty sure they call that padding the runtime. A little bit. And 
It's also like, dude, those were humongous keys. And yeah, that's a big dog, but I don't see it swallowing those keys whole. Those were <laughs> oh, full he usually fobs. likes license plates. Even as <laughs> a he is eating a license plate earlier, too. How terrible are you to your dog? Dude? <laughs> Just feed your dog food and it won't do yeah, that. Bro. It won't do this weird shit. Even as a kid, I was like, there's no way that dog's going to crap out keys that fast. Also, yeah, coming out the other end, too, is not good for that dog. I can't imagine giving it enough X-Lax to a dog that size to poop out those keys that fast wouldn't kill the dog. No, yo, a whole license plate will just shoot out his rectum. That <laughs> dog is cut in half. <laughs> I also, I love, of course, uh, Sphinx's instant problem solving. He just walks up with a knife and everybody's like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's how you become a bad guy in a Guardians movie. You can't kill innocent animals. But at the same time, you also have Memphis Reigns like coming up with X lax like it's E equals MC square, and everyone's like super impressed with oh, it. Yeah. The thing that makes you poop, he gave to the dog, and everyone's like, "Wow, Mastermind. this guy's our leader!" Also, <laughs> they walk up just as the dog ate it. Jam your fingers down its throat and make it throw. It's a fucking dog, dude. Right. That's, it's not like it instantly dissolved. That thing's eating license plates, dude. Can you imagine what he's doing to your arm? He's like, "Fuck That's this, true. I don't want you." Yeah. Fisting it did look like the beast from the sandlot. It was a massive dog. I feel like this song did for Lowrider what tequila did for the sandlot. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's actually really That's what I've always associated yeah. tequila with. Agreed. China use the phone. I cannot hear the tequila <laughs> song and not do this dance. Exactly. I do that dance even when that song's not. <laughs> <laughs> I for the longest time thought that that, that song was made for Pee Wee. I did too. I did too. Yeah. Like I heard it out once. I'm like, why is the Pee-wee song here? The Pee-wee song? Weird. <laughs> then you go to karaoke and all the old ladies are doing it. You're like, oh, you like Pee-wee. Those old ladies fuck. Yeah, they do. If they're rocking tequila. Jude? You better believe yeah. it. Your Pee-wee impression sounded like Ray Romano, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loader, Deborah. Hi, <laughs> ho, uh, Francis. I know you are, but what am I? Pee-wee. Uh, uh, uh. I was just talking about that episode that I did with you guys on that movie today. Oh, man. Did you ever listen to it? No, and I said, <laughs> I, like, this is why I was talking about it. I'm like, man, I did a recording with, you know, you guys. On Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I don't think I've... I was blackout drunk in that episode. I'm like, man, I've tried six times to listen to that episode. I get about two minutes in, and I'm like, nope, I'm out. Having recently released an episode where I was also blackout drunk, I recommend never listening to it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I so I regret listening to that one, so... You regret recording it? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Memphis yeah. and Sway rekindle their past romance while stealing a Lamborghini Diablo. While she dry humps a gear shift. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would do that to anything. Brian, we could be stealing a Lamborghini Diablo and we are kindling a romance. Yeah, you're, you're damn oh, 100%. Right. Especially yeah. if the people we're stealing it from are banging right in the window. <laughs> That's basically like if we're in the bedroom watching a porno together in a Diablo. Again? My favorite part in the of watching <laughs> other people have sex through their window is when the wife tastefully turns her back to me and removes the bra and then hugs the husband. It, it's, yeah, it keeps it very it PG-13. Mm. Yep. really does it You can me. tell they don't have kids, though. They're taking <laughs> no. their sweet time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no urgency. 
None she also had that really all. high-hipped 90s thong that nobody ever looked good in. Mm-hmm. And you know they were secretly hoping somebody was in their car watching. <laughs> <laughs> I hope those people are about to steal our car. Jeremy, close the blinds. I don't think I will. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, if it gets hard enough, it's going to basically be like one of those things where the steering wheel can't turn. She doesn't know that he knows how to fix that. <laughs> Oh, she can help him fix it. Also, he's like, if I close the blinds, I won't see somebody stealing my sweet new ride. <laughs> Which would be- oh, no. <laughs> it actually gets her going. What a self-indulgent wiener. <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> Dude, that is classic Cage, though. Because even in, like, The Rock, what in Zeus's butthole? I've watched this movie so many times on FX and AMC and Spike and TNT that I always assumed that that was a dubbed line. And it's not. It is not. That is what he <laughs> actually <not>. says. <laughs> Want to hear a weird story about edited albums and whatnot? Sure. When I was younger, I went to a Tower Records and I tried buying Limp Biscuits Significant Other, which I just bought on vinyl and it fucks hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure I tried does. buying it from Tower Records. The guy's like, absolutely not. He's like, you could buy the edited version because you're like 12. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it for the nookie. <laughs> and then. I got it. And now, like, whenever I listen to that album now, all I hear is the lack of swears going through. And I'm like, Fred Durst's a potty mouth, man. <laughs> this is crazy. This is the only time I've ever heard of somebody being turned away for, like, buying anything, whether it be a game, a movie, or a CD. And it was you. It must have been the man. Why Tower Records went under, man? It's because they weren't cool. They weren't with it. I got hassled all the time because I would not, when I worked at the theater, like, I just let, I knew kids were too young. I didn't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. And then I got in trouble and my boss made, like, he would watch the cameras and I would have, if young kids came in for an R movie, I had to have their parents come in and buy the movie. Just me, because I was the only one who would just, sell it to the Because I'm the only one that would let them in. So now all of a sudden I had to be the I one. I didn't give a fuck, dude. I sold so many it. tickets to Hannibal to like fucking eight-year-olds. I'm like, fuck it. Go ruin yourself, kid. Get in there. <laughs> It's your choice, man. You yeah, do what dude. you want to do, kid. Grow up. This will do it. My manager's watching a video right now, so I'm going to need you to buy tickets to this showtime that's starting right now for Winnie the Pooh and go in there instead. <laughs> I'm going to eat that honey with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. So when uh, the detectives go back to the warehouse and the results come, after the results come back on their blacklight from the lab... They find the list of, of cars from when Kip was trying to do the, the heist. And then they, they see that, that Shelby GT500 on there. And they're like, all right, well, the Mercedes are a bust, but we know he's <laughs> going to save this one for last. So let's just stake out every Shelby GT500 in the city. I know a parking garage in San Andreas that we could just pop into. There's definitely one there. Let's just go there. I'm sure there. he's there. Also, I love that. It's just parked there, and at no point has this guy ever even on, like, the security guard wasn't like, hey, hey, Bill, come here, Chase. This guy just walks up to your car and, like, runs his hands all over it and then just <laughs> walks away. But he has a massive erection. I don't know. You might want to move it. That dude absolutely is banging your car. <laughs> Bill, does your car take diesel or regular? I'm sure it does not take jism. <laughs> fully Um, erect Nick Cage up the tailpipe? I don't think that's what your car runs on. What Um, a self-indulgent wiener. that out, and it's not a dipstick. (laughs) Needs lubrication. Mm -hmm. 
So when Kip and a couple of his guys try to steal a Cadillac Escalade, some random neighborhood security guys shoot one of Kip's crew members. As you do. Which they also foreshadowed earlier in the movie. Neighborhood Watch always armed before 9-11. I don't know if you know that. That's true, too. <laughs> I don't, when did they foreshadow him getting shot? Uh, he said, well, when he was told that he couldn't boost cars, he oh. goes, well, you're either going to end up shot and dead or end up in jail. Yeah, that's right. Like, and then he gets shot. You can't yeah. come, Toby. You're the youngest of the young You're guys. Douche. <laughs> and it, that was also just weirdly mean for no reason. Another line that has lived rent free in my head for decades, because this movie is 22, 23 years old. Holy wow. How messed up is that? Uh, is uh, Scott Con Tumblr saying, I don't know where I'm at. I'm stuck in suburbia hell. I've said that so many times in <laughs> suburban areas. <laughs> I'm like, just like, man, this is suburbia hell. You pick out all the best quotes from this movie. Crushing it. Sorry. Absolutely crushing it. <laughs> so Memphis steals Eleanor just as the detectives arrive and leads the police on a chase through the city and into a shipyard. And that is really underselling it, Wikipedia. Hell of a car chase. One of my Hell favorite. Of a it's car a good chase. one. It's, it's a very really good. good one. You have cars going through concrete walls. There's a helicopter that can't follow because it's too slow. Then you got a car that flies. Why is the helicopter trying to keep pace with him at ground level? <laughs> Fly higher. You have infinite more. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's outrunning me on the ground. <laughs> that scene right there set the precedent for every future Fast and the Furious. Absolutely. Like, like, <laughs> that scene right there is the reason they went to space. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Or, I'm sorry. Gone in 60 seconds. Listen, didn't crawl. He, but it walked so that yeah. Fast and the Furious could go to space. <laughs> okay, you know, exactly. he jumped those cars uh-huh. so that other cars could fly. Now that, that, all right, what dude has not wanted to do that? You've seen the fucking ramp. Oh, like, ah! There's just something in our lizard brain that goes, yeah, I want to do I could, that. I could jump it. I could Have jump you guys it. seen the Mythbusters? No, are you about to do ruin my hopes and dreams? Do they try to do this jump? Well, they were doing the Dukes of Hazard jump. Oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It doesn't end up well. You know, the engine in front is just, you're just going to nose plant like, yeah. Er time. You're going to end up delivering 49 and a half cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that myth being busted hurts more than the two hosts of that, Adam and Jamie, fucking hating each other the entire time. That's so sad, isn't it? I, I see. Know. And then Grant dies. Yeah, of all them, Grant had a kick. Also, uh, I think the other cool guy has also died now. He doesn't get as much love as Grant, Wait, but I'm pretty who? sure. Tori? Uh, Tori didn't die. No, he's good. Tori Belushi. Sure? Yeah, he's fine. He's doing garbage shows. No, on I'm sorry. The uh, the blonde chick who was in like the She first... died. Oh, she yeah, did... she died. She yeah, died. she died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She drove too fast and she the car didn't want to drive as fast as furiously. she wanted to go. I remember yeah, her it was, that was a stunt fucked up, yeah. Her and Carrie. I don't know. I think it was a speed test thing yeah 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 like a rocket car oh yeah she was setting trying to set a land speed record that's oh, right oh right out in the how in the fucked flats. up would it be if they brought back the Mythbusters oh to bust a brain aneurysm to see if it would actually kill a small asian american man <laughs> and a land speed wrecker in the desert flats with a rocket car she was gone in 60 seconds thank you sean <laughs> thank you sean that's what i was gonna yes Memphis arrives at the junkyard 12 minutes late, and Kalitra refuses to accept the slightly damaged Shelby, slightly, Wikipedia, ordering his men to crush the car and kill Memphis. Why wouldn't he accept the car? Uh, Because the... It broke. 
Oh, you're card? late. I'm British and you're late. Just so no one freaks out. That was Sean talking, not an actual British person. Yeah. I'm I really want everybody good at to it. know that. I'm good at stuff. Okay. And so, <laughs> like, this guy's really dumb. He's going to sacrifice all the money he's about to get because of, like, a car that came in that's just wheels at this point. But nobody posted that there somewhere. You have 49 of them. Like, yeah. It's. Oh, throw it all away. Yeah, right. It's so dumb. I'm never going to be able to do deals with the, the South <laughs> Americans again. You better make another coffin for yourself. Ha! <laughs> he gets there eventually. He doesn't Jeez. need another one. <laughs> but how wild is it that he's like putting his hangups on literally everyone else? He's like, you have to steal 50 cars because I promise them yeah. 50 cars. Sounds like he's in a lot like a worse problem, of a situation. Bro. Yeah, than so he's just going to give this up. You need one of those signs that says, failure to plan on your part is not, does not constitute an emergency on mine. That's. <laughs> I think right. I think Put I had a social studies teacher in in middle school that had that on their desk. I would expect a social studies teacher to have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you think at this point it's twelve minutes late? He should have been on the phone with these folks trying to, hey, can you just give me like another twelve hours? Like I've got this. Forty nine of them, they're loaded up, good to go. Give me like twelve hours. I got this. You. Isn't the We're room, man? Like you can't say, hour. hey, just give me five. Just give me five. I'll have the money, Chris R. Chris yeah, R. Money. Chris R. Raymond C. I'll have it for you. Yeah, <laughs> man, for real. Like I do love this. This car chase has like a little bit of everything that you would want in a car chase. The uh, the backwards driving in front of the oh yeah the semi coming at it wrecking balls, the, the dipping into into different alleys. Oh, the wrecking ball! Holy shit. Yeah, goes through a wall. Timothy Oliphant with another great line. I could steal if you guys. Are you might as well. Is that, uh, are you okay, buddy? Are this you is sure? your thing. Because you just went through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good line. This looks like that scene in Ready Player One where they have to complete the race. Yes. Except for it's just like one car instead of all of them. But it looks like the same damn track. And instead of CGI, they actually ruined a real city. Yeah, he should have <laughs> He should have driven backwards. That's it. He would have found all 50 cars if he drove backwards. Right. He yeah. would have like sang a song or something. Reenacted a scene from... The Shining. Which one? Which one? You know, The Shining 2. The one with Oh, the you lady. mean which scene? In the bathtub? The old lady? Oh, yeah. Dancing oh. tequila in the bathroom? That scene always takes me out of The Shining, every single time. Really poorly paced. So, um, Kalitri's gonna kill Memphis, but luckily Kip's there in the crane and knocks him over, which leads to a whole warehouse chase. On foot, because the detectives arrive at the same time, too. So everybody's here all at once with guns, running around, trying to shoot each other. And I like how Kalitri asks questions. <laughs> He's, like, holding a gun up to the detective. He's like, who are you? What are you doing? Like, you haven't asked a single question about anyone so far in this movie. Now, all of a sudden, hey, hey, who are you? Before that, he go when he's killing Nicolas Cage, and then he's back in his office like woodworking, and Nicolas Cage just walks up and decks him because <laughs> he tried to kill him. He's just like, "Hey, pow. Your biggest mistake was trying to kill me." Also, for the record, Nick Cage does a lot for family that I would not do. My sister gets herself in with the mob stealing cars. Sorry, dog, that's on you. The Jersey part of me would ask a lot of questions. I'd be really curious of how deep it is. How many vowels that person's last name has, mm-hmm. and if they like gobble goat. Yeah, it's like, I love family. I love living more. That's on you. Hear me out. If I had previously lived the life of a professional car thief, 
so much so that I was famous in the area for it, I might consider lending my talents to helping out a, a sibling. That's what all thieves want, is notoriety. <laughs> you know what I want to do when I steal things? For everyone to know my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot like in like the 1920s. Like, Rob back is like, and you tell him that Jimmy the dude was here! <laughs> hey, Rob, Jesse. So Castlebeck is like, hey, don't shoot me, I'm a cop. That's not going to go well for you. But he's going to shoot him anyway. But then luckily, at the last second, Randall Rain's single word comes flying in, takes out the bad guy. He falls several stories into a, uh, the coffin that he built earlier. Ooh. And the cop's like, hey, I just watched you commit murder, and I know I want to get you real bad for these, <laughs> these, uh, these crimes of stealing cars, but I'm just going to let you go now because you, you murdered for me. I watched you murder, but I'm a car cop. I don't deal with murder. So. I'm not part of the murder department, as Kyle put it earlier. <laughs> and you could show me how you did that thing with, like, turning off the alarm when you get in a car. <laughs> hey, next time you're doing a heist, and I don't think you should, invite me. No, come on. I just want to do a ride-along. <laughs> So the whole crew celebrates with a barbecue, and Kip reveals that he bought Memphis a dilapidated 1967 Shelby GT500, and Memphis, you know, calls it Eleanor and starts it up and rides away into the sunset with Sway, and then, of course, before the credits start rolling, he goes, oh, no, don't, don't do this to me, because the car breaks down, because it's an Eleanor. It's not a fucking DeLorean. It shouldn't be breaking down every two seconds. He's got bad luck with that car, but he loves it. I can see the second one doing it to him. I also really appreciate that these guys are such car guys that even their grill, car hood. <laughs> they're like, hey guys, you know what I like? <laughs> oh yeah, and Sphinx talks. And they're like, you're British? And that has got it 60 seconds from 2000 by Dominic Senna. This movie fucks so hard. I'm going with a nine for story motivation. Nine. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm down. Again, we didn't even get into the side story with Master P. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you want to, that. though, you, you no, should check out. That's movie. the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how you we haven't seen it. Watch it for that storyline. There we go. Yeah. I don't think anybody's driving in their car listening to this, going, "Well, somebody talk about Master P." I need to Except know more about Master, Master P. P. Master P. <laughs> Master P. Is listening to this. He's like, "God oh, damn man. it, guys." We talked about Michael Pena more than we talked about Master <laughs> P. It's true. <laughs> I'm okay with that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have two. Uh, what, nine? First, yeah, fucking A9. Yeah. What am I going to say? Anything less? <laughs> Casting is the next category. Woo! Fuck's hard. Wait, have you guys ever thought about how, like, whatever role Michael Pena's in and whatever role uh, John Leguizamo's in, you could just interchange the two of them, and I feel like it would work just as well? I, I just think friend of the that. show, John Leguizamo, would be pretty offended by that. Hold on, know. though. I would actually watch Spawn if the clown was played by Michael Pena. Boy, fucking howdy. Oh, man. Boy, howdy. How good would something. 1993's Super Mario Brothers be with Michael Pena as Luigi? Also, so much better. Boy, fucking howdy would I watch that. And now picture John Leguizamo in this role. See, it works. God, I'm just like imagining Super Mario Brothers, how you have Dennis Hopper showing up, and he's like, oh, you plumbers, how'd you get here? And Luigi Mario saying, 
Why don't you take a seat? I'll tell you the story. Bob, <laughs> Bob Hoskins would have hated his life even more. He, I, I'm surprised Bob Hoskins lasted like another 10 years after that. <laughs> yeah, I can't see Leguizamo doing any of the Ant-Man roles, though. No, that's Michael Pena all day. Casting's got to be an, at least an eight, right? At least? At least. I'm, I'm willing to give it another nine. I would, too. Sold. You got Timothy oh, Oliphant in here. Love. Finger guns mm-hmm. Oliphant. Will Patton. Yeah, I think the only loss here is Christopher Eccleston. I love Christopher. I love. I do not too. Bad. He's like. It's just weird. He's just not good as a villain. I mean, look yeah. at Thor: The Dark World. He's a sweetheart. Is his problem? I worked with him on exactly. on the leftovers. He's too nice a guy. And it was like a hundred five degree day, and we're doing fall work. Like supposed to be colder outside. Guy never ever got out of costume. He was such a pro. Huge fan of that man. Oh yeah, he's wonderful. Just not in this movie. Just not in this movie. It's funny because, like, I read somewhere that he was like, people always, before I was do- the doctor, people would always be like, hey, you're that guy from Gone in 60 Seconds. You suck. He's like, <laughs> and he would just he laugh. Would He's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suck too. Uh, protagonist Memphis Reigns. Memphis yeah. Reigns. Full blown 10. Fucking Cage. Is Randall Memphis Reigns. Randall Reigns. AKA Memphis Reigns. Still full blown 10. Uh, I mean, I kind of want to give him a cage bump. Yeah, I was going to say. 11. Old, football on 11. Yeah. Antagonist. Ah, all right. So if we're, we're going with, if we're going with Raymond Calitri, it's like a terrible it's, two. It's not very good. If we're but going for also, the actual, if the actual the antagonist is the height. Well, the detectives too. And Master the P. Dude makes a table. <laughs> dude does make a table. And you got the cop who secretly just wants to like steal cars and probably do heroin off of somebody's shoe. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Wait, let's call him Randall Reigns. Ah! And capitalism. And Master P. And Master the P. system that made it so these people had to steal cars to earn a living. Mm-hmm. Four. <laughs> four. <laughs> That's four fair. feels safe and yeah. maybe too high. <laughs> I'm, I'm fair, but yeah. Stop talking. I like this movie, damn it. Yep, that's good enough reason for me. Screenplay. Is there one? Scott Rosenberg wrote something. Nick Cage, Nick Cage's. We didn't even mention the face that Nick Cage makes after he lands and jumping the car. Well, Kyle quoted all the famous lines. <laughs> it's I forget true. that one. It is very quotable. Five. He's quoted the face. Five. Style and tone. Oh, it screams Ooh. 90s. Yes. It's very screams. sexy. Screams. Which is unfortunate because it came out mid 2000. Did. But also has like that weird <laughs> sepia tone mm-hmm. that they like to use. Oh, back absolutely. Then. <laughs> like the Fast and the Furious pretty much saw this movie and went, I have an idea that's totally original. As I remember, I, I saw The Matrix a lot. The opening of this movie is very Matrixy because it's the inside of a watch, but it's all super bright green for some reason. <laughs> the Indiglo? Yeah, I don't, I, maybe that's it. But then it pulls out and it's a, just a pocket watch. So, but uh, it made me want serves to go to literally s- no purpose. Yep. It made me want to go to Spencer's and just get a bunch of blacklight uh, posters. You know, <laughs> can't do What's that. a blacklight? I can't do that. My house, would, it would look like a fucking crime scene if I turned on a blacklight. <laughs> I want to say eight. Don't fucking laugh at that. I pay the mortgage. I'll do what I want. That's what they call a load-bearing wall. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, someone said eight, and yeah. I loved it. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Next category is director, Dominic Cena. Senna? I don't know this guy. He did Swordfish eventually, but uh, that's another movie. Until you sent this, I thought this whole movie was directed by Jerry Bruckheimer. I didn't know it was just a production thing. I didn't even watch the credits after the end. 
I've just assumed it was Jerry Bruckheimer until right now. So <laughs> until this moment, he doesn't find enough job. He's got a lot of people. He's got a corral in. There's a lot of car work, a lot of location work. I think he does an all right job. Six. Six. The movie's just full of buzzwords and buzz scenes. You know, the things that are just made to per- pique your attention. Yes. And that's okay. Moments. Moments. Hey, that's what I was just talking about. Next category is music. It's got a soundtrack, that's for sure. Got a soundtrack. Uh, the, the score, uh, good, old, good old Trevor Rabin. It's okay. You have the 90s, and this is what you gave us. I don't know what I would want, though. If, it all feels like music that was not used in The Matrix. Exactly. Well, there are a lot DMX of it, yeah. For two seconds. There's DMX. Yeah, when there they're pushing DMX. the, that's pretty good. the cop car. More of that. I wanted more of that. There was Lowrider. Lowrider, which didn't make the soundtrack, but it was in the movie and featured heavily. I want to say it was also in all of the trailers. I think it was. Like, what was on that soundtrack? That DMX song and Lowrider are the only ones that I remember from it, and I watched it this morning. <laughs> There's that, and then nothing else, really. You got Flower by Moby, Rockweiler by Method Man, Redman, and, and then Redman again. Uh, Better right. Days by Citizen uh, Leave King. Home by Chemical Brothers. Round, uh, Roll All Day, Ice Cube. I've seen better days. Oh, yeah. That's definitely there. Just really quick flashes of music in this movie. Yeah, there's, so. it's very jump cutty, very music video-y. Okay, mm. then I get that. Which checks out. Then it's, it's pretty fine. good. Six! Again! Six! Okay. It's high. Yeah. But you know what? I like it. The uh, box office, this movie only had a $90 million budget only, but it did gross $237.2 million. Oh, yeah. It opened number one uh, yep. its opening weekend. Getting... Mission Impossible 2 out of there and Big Mama's House. Well, one of those was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, Big Mama's, Big Mama's House, House is so good. Classic. <laughs> Testament Gladiator was in its sixth week, etc. Why does that not sound like a... It sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. You would think that it was... Uh, what's his it was Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. And they did three of those fucking things. They did so many Big Mama's Houses. <laughs> like I said, it makes me think of Tyler Perry. Like, I don't know how he's been on... How many of those Madre or <laughs> Medea? Medea? Medea. Big Mama oh, was too- Medea before Medea existed. Yeah. Big yeah. Mama walked so Medea could, <laughs> do could go direct Medea to DVD does. and make Tyler Perry billions. <laughs> Tyler Perry has an insane amount of money. Oh, oh my yeah, he God. does. Medea He's a full blown Billy. Prince. Oh, he is for sure a Billy. Yeah, there, there is literally a new Medea movie every three months. If he's not a billionaire, like what are they doing here? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but the movie made uh, 263% of its original budget, which is an oh. eight on our scale. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. It's a pretty good return. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. And the final category is impact on the industry. I feel like this kind of made the car movie cool again. I would agree. I think I mean, you're right. Where would, would Fast and Furious have been made if this wasn't? I know I watched this as a kid because it was cool. It's like, mm-hmm. these cars rock. They're boosting cars. This is so, like, it was cool. Yep. Yeah. And then when did uh, Fast and Furious come out? That like, was 2001. Three? Oh, the next year. Okay, 2002. So it still would have come I, out. I mean. But even then, I think that you get, like, the Italian, Italian job. job. I was going to say, Italian job was coming That's, in. They were like, oh, we could just remake 70s car heist movies. Let's do okay, that. We never got French Connection. That's Okay. That's but that's the best movie. car chase like, of all time. I know. So leave a it. Bullet. That's you bullet. Think bullet. Bullet. Ah, French yeah. Connection. Oh, that's a very know, good man. one. 
French Connection's great. I love that French Connection car chase. The classic. I got to watch them both, I guess. Twist my arm. I got to watch both French Connection again. God darn it. The worst. Oh, shit. I think you're right, though. This makes me feel like whenever you watch, we mentioned Ocean's Eleven earlier. Yeah. Just any of those heist movies, it just puts you in a certain mood. Yeah. It made watch heist movies. Steal shit. Ensemble movie is going to add a lot when you got good ensemble. So even if you have like a, a an okay ensemble, you mm-hmm. kind of just sprinkle yeah, some cage like a Scott on Scott Con, and you're good. But we'll take a point away for Scott Con. I'll go seven. seven. <laughs> that is a, a a pretty hefty impact that this movie had. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even get a sequel. Somehow, wait, it got a sequel? No, no it didn't. It, no, I would also I, say I feel impact. like Master P was waiting though. He was like, just call me. I'll do it. <laughs> call I'll me do, up. I'll do the next movie. He was hoping this would be his Tyrese vehicle. Because yeah. Tyrese is only in <laughs> Fast and the Furious movies now. Now, hear me out. Gone in 61 seconds. Oh, oh yeah. Starring Kesselbeck. I asked ChatGPT <laughs> to write Lope. a sequel um, if you guys will indulge me. Yeah. Bullshit. I, really? I want to make one final comment on Impact because I do yeah, want to sure. mention that, like, even in Gone in 60 seconds, I feel like. Everybody still talks about an Eleanor. I feel that That's car true. has yep. transcended this movie. Um, I agree. And it's, it is iconic because of this movie also. So yeah, I definitely. think that puts That's there, a really so. good point. Just wanted to bring that you up. You know what? That seven doesn't feel as dirty now. There you for go, buddy. impact on the industry. So the total score is a 73. Yeah, we blew it out of the water. Yeah. That's a pretty good By score. Like a lot. But we are awfully damn close to the audience score. Because of course we are. On Rotten Tomatoes. This has a 25% somehow. And even Roger Ebert gave this thing two out of four stars. He went, 25? No. No. I got two thumbs. I'll put one up. That's fine. <laughs> but it has a 77% audience score. Oh, wow. Nice. So nice. did come kind of close. Yeah, we were really close. Well deserved. I just watched this video where they deep dove into the disparity between audience and critic score so much and like really broke down why that happens sometimes. I got to send it to you guys. It's really good. That stuff but, always fascinates yeah. me. And yeah. It's mostly like I started paying attention a hell of a lot after. Sorry, Kyle. I know. The Last Jedi. Same me. <laughs> me too, man. That's something it's that they brought up yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, listeners, I think it's on uh, Film Theorist or Film Theories or whatever. It just came out like a week ago. I'll be check it out. Check it's it out really too. Good. Yeah. Nice. The Last Jedi has for the people who are right about the way that they watch it has a 91%. The people who are wrong, it's 42%. <laughs> Weird. At 42 is higher than I thought. It you would, would be, be team critic. I would be on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But the rise of Skywalker can uh, suck a dick. Yeah, can. That movie's fucking terrible. That movie is a 52% critic and 86% audience score. Wild. So, so, fellas, if you don't mind, I'm going to read this real quick. It's, it's pretty short. Okay. Gone in 60 seconds to Gone in 30 seconds picks up where the first <laughs> film left off with Memphis and his team of car thieves basking in the glow of their recent success. However, their victory is short-lived as they soon discover that a new crime boss known only as The Ghost has taken over the city's underground car theft scene and is more ruthless than ever. I like to think that The Ghost is just Master P again. That's mm-hmm. fine. To make matters worse, the ghost has kidnapped Kip yet again, this time demanding that Memphis steals 30 <laughs> high-end cars in just 30 minutes. <laughs> the stakes are higher than ever, and Memphis knows that he'll need all the help he can get to save his brother and pull off the heist of a lifetime. Enter two surprising new characters, an eccentric billionaire named Victor Von Bruiser, played by Jeff Goldblum, who okay. has a personal wow. collection of so- rare and expensive cars, and a fearless street car racer named Jinx, played by Zendaya. 
who knows the ins and outs of the city's most dangerous and treacherous driving routes. With Victor's cars and Jinx's driving skills at their disposal, <laughs> Memphis and his team set out to steal the 30 cars in record time. The chase scenes are even more over the top and action-packed than before, with stunts that defy belief and explosions that will leave you breathless. In the end, Memphis and his team outsmart the ghost, save Kip, pull off the heist of a lifetime, and as they drive off into the sunset once again, we can't help but wonder what kind of crazy heist will they come up with next. Do you think that Jinx is mute and British? I hope so. Is Zendaya? Because I know Holland is. No, Zendaya's not. She's not British? Nope. I've never heard her speak outside of her movies. I don't know. (laughs) She's awesome. (laughs) Big fan. She's great. Did you guys watch Last of Us? Yes. Some of it. That girl that plays Ellie. Like it, she's British. Holy shit. Is she British when they do yes. like the post show stuff? So it is British. so jarring to see mm-hmm. how fucking British she is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Compared to the show. Good actress. Yeah. I love shit like that. Uh, Twitter's blown up recently with making fun of this show called the good doctor, which is about an, <laughs> an autistic doctor. Yes. Uh, but the main character is played by a British guy. And what I love is every time when they show like a freakout scene, I love when like you hear the British accent bleed in because they've never like yelled or screamed, practiced in their American accent. So like, <laughs> you guys ever heard Mia Goth talk? No, because she's ridiculously British, really? but she sounds like she wants to like give me candy and take my soul. Oh, there's no other way. That like, sounds like listen okay. to any interview she has. It is creepy when she speaks. Writing this down, Mia Goth weird. Bone. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brian, I guess this is the part where we find out what are we talking about next week. Next week is the last week of May. That, that's what month it is, right? Yep. That means it's an, a listener pick. So our listeners have submitted their movies over the course of the month and before that, too. And we have a list here, and we're going to make a random selection right now. How many are on the list? There are about 40 movies in the Holy list right good. now. Jesus I feel so special. Christ. I'm going to know this before the listeners. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And next week, we are going to be talking about a pick from the one and only Phil Hot Take Hawkins, Only the Strong from 1993. Fan-fucking-tastic. That is exciting. That is very exciting. I know nothing about this movie, except that he was very excited to share it with us. I have never heard of that movie. Never have either. Also wrote that one down. Also wrote Weird Bones. <laughs> For any particular reason? Just reason, or...? I mean, Phil it's from it. Phil, so I assume there's... Phil knows. I've got Phil a, knows Kyle's wiener I'm, situation. I'm, I'm, It'll I'm, be fine. I'm going half chub just dealing with Phil from the base. <laughs> exactly. You start half chub with Phil. <laughs> At the base. At the base. <laughs> Fantastic. Next week, only the strong. Until then, thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Send us your movie suggestions for next month. Uh, BeermeMoviePod at gmail.com. You join us on Patreon this month for Good Burger Commentary with our good buddy Ryan. Be doing a whole commentary track with him on, uh, on the, the classic Nickelodeon movie. Email us your movie picks, questions, and comments to beermemoviepod at gmail.com or follow us on our social media at beermemoviepod on Twitter, at beermemovie everywhere else, like Instagram and Facebook. Facebook, we always put up a post on our recording day asking for your questions and comments, and we got a lot today, I hear. We got so many. I'm going to try to knock out a few of these. There's so many wed bed beheads. I think that's what we're going to go with this. So, yeah. uh, Brian, you get the first one. Let's do it. And yours is wed bed behead. This is from Vincent Misafra. He asks, blonde dreadlocks Angelina Jolie, Tomb mm-hmm. Raider Angelina Jolie, or Mrs. Smith Angelina Jolie? Oh, okay. So, I didn't say it earlier. Not a fan of the blonde dreads, so that's the oh. one I'm going to be beheading. And, Opposite. uh, hmm, I believe... <laughs> 
believe I'm going to wed Kyle's Mrs. weird Smith, boner. We know, and I'm going to bed the low poly count um, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Perfect. Sean, you're up next. Yo. This one's from Micah Purdue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is a wed, bed, behead, left on red. Ooh. Okay. And it's Cage in Gone in Six Seconds, Cage in The Wicker Man, Cage in National Treasure, and Cage in Unbearable Weight. Wow. I would wed Unbearable Weight. I would bed Gone in 60 Seconds. As you should. Behead. Oh, God. That's really hard. I love National Treasure. Um, I'm going to leave National Treasure on, on red or on red okay. and then kill Wicker Man. Fair enough. I think that's the right answer. Yeah, that's exactly how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was really tough. National Treasure is awesome. It's a national treasure. And Kyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, Kyle, sir. for you. Uh-oh. Wed baby head again. You have, in this movie, Nick Cage, Will Patton. Christopher Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Think about Christopher Eccleston. He's got an accent, which means his tongue is doing weird things to start. Mm-hmm. Think about Will Patton. He's got that scruff. He's like a daddy figure in just about everything he's in. Mm-hmm. But then also think about Nick Cage. You don't know what to expect. You why? don't. That's why, that's why you bed Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. You, you wed mm-hmm. Will Patton because he also was mm-hmm. in Remember the Titans and was just the he was. perfect he ended racism, figure famously. of all time. That's who I would want yeah. to raise my little girls. I'm I'm wedding Will Patton. And then we'll be head Christopher. Just based primarily on this movie. Easy. Even though I just brought in Remember the Titans. Uh-uh. I'm going to respectfully disagree just yeah. because of how well Christopher Eccleston works with wood. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, I don't know who's got a bigger boner. Him rubbing the wood or <laughs> Randall Raines touching Eleanor. He's no. like that weird like relative, though, that I think would lose their shit if you accidentally put down a can without a coaster. And like oh. at that point, like you're fucking gone, man. I get that feeling. Gone <laughs> in six seconds. Yes, exactly. Uh, real quick. I want to shout out Jeff Miners. He, he commented on our share of it on our page, just saying, love this movie. Top 20. Yeah. He also made a fuckload more comments and questions. Jeff had, he, he pretty much stuck his wiener into an Eleanor on this one. He had a good time. <laughs> we love you, Jeff. From the base. Experience grind, boys. You got anything else you want to add? Um. Well, Kyle's not here. Uh, I think he mentioned speed. This comes out. I'm guesstimating when this comes out. So I'm assuming everybody will now, if they go over to our feed, see that we just talked about speed with some Keanu Reeves and the drug, not else. the movie. What? <laughs> we talked about movie. both. They're, actually, they're they're doing a dare episode. It's about time. Wait, what? <laughs> speed is also slang for. Oh, yeah, you guys are a bunch of drug heads. <laughs> you drug heads. That's what everyone calls them. You're a fucking square, you drug head. Oh, you drug head. Sean has his dare certificate uh, framed on the wall behind him. I do not. Oh, he's lifting up his shirt, and he's got a tattoo of Scruff McGruff. I was going to say, I'm shocked Illinois. that Six Sean doesn't have a Scruff McGruff, and I think I know what I'm getting him for Christmas this year. Please do. I'll freaking I'm, dude, I'm I absolutely going to get you a Scruff, Scruff McGruff, McGruff everywhere. Friend. Fucking a in you one, dude. Unless they're like four hundred plus dollars, and then I'm just gonna get you a picture of a scruff. <laughs> oh my god! Print out the eBay listing and just give it to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you had fun listening to us on the show, hop on over to our feed. We just talked about speed. We've had last couple of weeks have been absolute killers. So hop on over and mm-hmm. uh, see what you're missing. 
They've been talking about a lot more Nick Cage than we have. So a lot. It's more. a crime, really. On our really we should is. be put in the fucking Hague. Yeah. But also, let us know if you want us to have Brian on to talk about Predator. <laughs> I'll talk about Predator. That didn't happen. Didn't Brian already talk? I about Predator love talking one time? about Predator on your podcast. Yes. One so time, he came sign on, me up. right? And and Kyle's like, "Hey, it's your month to do shows. What do you want to do?" Brian's going to be on the morning. I'm like, "Oh man, let me knock some whittle some down." I think it was for Action Movie December, right? Mm-hmm, and the first mm-hmm, yeah. movie I thought of was Predator. I'm like, "Hey, have you guys done Predator?" And he goes, oh, "I don't know. I'll have to check." A couple hours later, yeah, that's we did that forever ago. And then I think same what same with Predator too. Well, with, with Predator, we also like we talked about having Brian on, and then. Fucking lo and behold, when Ryan and I did Predator, we had Brian on that episode. <laughs> yeah. So, I just love that, and I just, that people associate me with Predator. Well, I mean, it's because I've never seen you within 500 feet of a school zone, for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, <ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out. Thanks, boys, for having us on, as always. It was... Oh, thanks for being on. ...an entertaining blast, as always. Very you fun. guys are the best. Don't tell anyone, but you're our favorites. Aww. Brian, you got anything else? That's it for me. Fantastic. We're going to see you guys next week for Only the Strong. See you then.